This morning, I woke up at 3 a.m. because I'm 50. And apparently that's my life now. Waking up early in the morning to go to the bathroom. But this morning, I find it no coincidence what happened. Because we have arrived to step 12 of our Rise 12-step study, How to Find Freedom from Signature Sin and Olive, the former greatest dog on earth, was acting odd at three. And so I got up, got out of bed, went to the bathroom. Olive was acting all shirky, like uh, just, you know, tail tucked between her legs. I was like, what is happening? And then I looked on the bed where I saw what I initially thought was a clump of clay because that's about the consistency of it. It was like a slightly hardened form of concrete. And I just looked at this thing on the bed, right on the very corner. And I thought, what in the world is that? And of course, because it was three in the morning and I was a little bit delusional, I've been sick the last few days. I took some uh, NyQuil nighttime cold medicine. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really thinking as clearly as I normally do, and I touched it. Yes, I was confused, and I touched it, and I thought, well, that is really weird. What is this? And then, of course, I smelled, and I realized very quickly what it was. And so now I'm like, come on. So now it's 3 in the morning. I am trying to clean this thing off of the comforter. Thankfully, it's more of like a thin blankety kind of a, like a, like a quilt. And, you know, I get it off and I'm like, Olive, not cool. And I take it into the laundry room and I'm just irritated. I'm spraying it with OxyClean because I don't want to leave a mess. I don't want to be that house guest. I've been house sitting my brother's house here, not even for a week. And this has already happened. I was like, darn it, dog. And so I'm already irritated at her. And then I see parts of this same kind of thing on the brand new white couch that Aaron is very proud of, my brother's wife. They actually left me some pretty detailed instructions on what to do while they're gone. And they're gone like 11 days. One of those things was do not under any circumstance eat or drink on our new couch. So now I'm staring at another little smaller clump of wonderfulness left by Olive. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding. Then I found another clump going down the stairs as I'm trying to put her outside into the backyard. So now this is how I have spent my morning. But I will say, I think I've actually got it off the white couch, which is what I was most terrified of. Maybe by the end of the podcast, I will go look at it again and y'all can leave comments through the website or maybe the VIPers and podcast members that are currently watching this podcast being recorded. Maybe if I can still see it on there, maybe they'll have some good ideas on how to really get it out of the couch because I'm terrified about having a poop stain 
on the couch. But then the worst of all this morning. And I haven't slept since 3. It is now 6 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, my time. Then when I finally looked at Olive, I could see it was it was a mess back there. And I and I knew instantly I'm going to have to bathe this dog. And that's what I did. This is what my life has been this morning. Cleaning up the remnants, washing the dog. I'm telling you, like, the cleaning of the dog in the bathtub, that was truly gag-worthy. And now you're wondering, okay, what on earth would this have to do with step 12? And I'm not entirely sure I can make a good connection. I mean, part of my thinking of, of just sharing this is I just wanted to share with all of you my dozens and dozens and dozens of listeners, what my morning was like. But it's also kind of a perfect allegory of what we've been doing. This 12-step program is literally cleaning the poop up out of our lives. And it can be messy. It can be disgusting. It can be depressing. It can be gag-worthy. But you know what? We've arrived here now gloriously at step 12. Welcome to the It Just Is podcast. I'm your host, Michael Smalley. I am a psychologist, a comedian, a photographer, and videographer, and now professional dog poop cleaner. Step 12, the one word summary for step 12 is share. Experiencing a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps we carry this message to others struggling with signature sins and keep living these principles in everything we do. That is step 12. And I want to highlight, and I'll get there in a second, but I really want to highlight a part of step 12. But before I do, let's read the verse for step 12, which is Galatians 6, 1 through 3. Live creatively, friends. If someone falls into sin, forgivingly restore him, saving your critical comments for yourself. You might be needing forgiveness before the day's out. Stoop down and reach out to those who are oppressed. Share their burdens and so complete Christ's law. If you think you're too good for that, you are badly deceived. The promise here in step 12, we suddenly realize God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Now listen, if you want daily coaching, it's waiting for you as a podcast or VIP member. So head on over to smalleyinstitute.com, become a member, join the virtual group, we meet Monday through Thursdays. That's four virtual group sessions of live coaching a week with me where you get to ask any of your questions. You get to take, you get to bring your burdens, the things you're confused about, the stuff you're struggling with, your biggest issues, and we get to work through it as a community of people committed to growth. So you can be, you can start that today. So just head on over to smalleyinstitute.com and become a podcast or VIP member. 
the pearl of wisdom for the day. And this really does, I think, fit nicely with step 12. It's not my job. The pearl of wisdom, it's not my job. And I'll get into that too here. So I want to read once again the step 12. Experiencing a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. This is what 12 step is about. This entire journey for you should be about a spiritual awakening. That's what's happening. Look, we've said it over and over and over again. The things that you are most struggling with in life are likely due to a lack of faith and an authentic relationship with Christ. This is exactly what I had to own. It's exactly what I had to come to terms with in my own life, even though I was a Christian psychologist, even though I was preaching and teaching literally all over the world, even though I was a pastor, I, because of my signature sins and how they were raging out of control, at the end of the day, I did not have faith in Christ. I put my faith in everything but Christ put my faith in food for 20 years, and I put my faith in alcohol for a cut two and a half years. And it wasn't until I finally realized I need to like, I clearly don't trust you. Everything in my life screams, regardless of what I say, regardless of what I preach, my private actions are showing a tremendous lack of faith, a tremendous break in a relationship with Christ because we, when we are connected with Christ, we are not living out of control, period, period. So this is, this whole program is about you having a spiritual awakening. And I hope that's happening for you. If you're following these steps, if you're being genuine, if you're being open, if you're being brutally honest with yourself, this is what's going to happen. You are going to experience a spiritual awakening. But then here's step 12. We carry this message to others struggling with signature sins and keep living these principles in everything we do. So step 12 is about recognizing that the greatest gift, God, the glory that can come to God because of my depravity, because of my sinfulness, because of my horrific mistakes that I've made in my life, well, God can use that when I start carrying the message of Christ and what he's done to me in my life to others who are struggling with their own signature sins. And and what you'll commonly discover is God is going to put people into your path that are struggling with the exact same things you've struggled with. Hands down. He's going to do that. But then the last part here of step 12 and keep living these principles in everything we do. So when we get to step 12, we want to acknowledge our spiritual awakening. We want to be experiencing that. We want to start carrying this message and sharing our testimony with others. And then we got to keep living them. And at this point, and and really at any point, even if you're going through this study 
or any kind of a 12-step program. Maybe it's through Celebrate Recovery. Maybe it's through AA. Maybe it's through this podcast and my Rise Step Study program. We never stop. This is a way of life. This is how I can start responding to the poop show that is life. Life sucks. It's tough. Sometimes you wake up at three in the morning and there's a big freaking frozen, slightly blah, thing of poop on the corner of the bed. And now you got to deal with it. These 12 steps are how to deal with that in a way that is consistent with God's word, that is consistent in an authentic relationship with God. So you keep living these principles out in everything that you do. Here's how I generally live my life now, that this has become a part of, of, of my life, is when I start getting twisted up in negative emotions, generally, I start back at step one, and I recognize crap. I'm trying to change this thing. I'm trying to do this with my own power. I'm trying to make it happen. I'm trying to accomplish my own will. And I have to remind myself, myself with a step one going, no, you idiot, you're totally powerless. So I tend to, when I get twisted up with negative emotions, I'll start at step one, go step two, go step three. Then I'm aware and I'm asking myself, man, is there anything in my life that I'm doing right now that is not good, that's destructive, that's not helping me very much? Step 12, this is a gift. It's a gift for me to realize all those seemingly useless years were not wasted. The most degrading and humiliating experience are the most powerful tools in helping others live free. Knowing the depths of shame and despair, I can reach out with a loving, compassionate hand and know that the grace of God is available to me. A quick summary of step 12, the one thing that you need to know, go and give it away. Pass it on. Man, I, I promise you do not need a degree or a certification to help and encourage others. You just need to be willing to share your testimony. But here's what you have to surrender in step 12. You got to surrender the fear that I don't have anything to give because you do. You have your story. You have your testimony, which is far more powerful than you realize if you haven't been sharing it with someone. You've learned through this 12-step program that you don't have to be ashamed of your past because God is using it for his glory. You also have to surrender that laziness in practicing these steps in all of my affairs. So where you will find yourself back into trouble is when you stop attending meetings, when you disengage from a healthy growth-oriented community, and you get lazy, you get apathetic, then you're going to get in trouble. I still attend AA meetings to this day. I'm 18, 19 months into my own personal sobriety from alcohol. 
And do I attend every day like I did in the 90 and 90? No, that's not realistic. But do I still go pretty consistently? Absolutely. And I'll tell you, sober people are my favorite people. Because we get it, man. We we get the depth of depravity and the freedom that we can truly experience through Christ. It is real, it's tangible, and it's meaningful. Arriving at step 12, remember what you learned. Embrace that spiritual awakening. Look back at the journey of the 12 steps just for a moment. Because step one showed us an amazing paradox. We found we were totally unable to be rid of our signature sin until we first admitted we were powerless over it. In step two, we experienced hope because God can and will restore us to sanity if we are to survive. Consequently, in step three, we turned our will and our lives over to the care of God. That's where we surrender. Beginning with step four, we took a brutally honest look at our signature sins, those things in our lives, those things in ourselves that brought us to physical, moral, and spiritual bankruptcy. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory. Looking at step five, we decided that an inventory taken alone wouldn't be enough. We knew we have to quit the deadly business of living alone with our conflicts and in honesty confide these to God and another human being. At step six, many of us balked. For the practical reason, we did not wish to remove all of our defects of character because we still loved some of them too much. Yet we knew we had to make a settlement with the fundamental principle of step six. We decided while we still had some flaws of character we could not yet relinquish, we ought nevertheless to quit our stubborn, rebellious hanging on to them. We said to ourselves, I've proven beyond a shadow of a doubt I cannot stop these signature sins. Perhaps, but I can stop crying out, no, I will never stop. Then in step seven, we humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings, such as he could or would under the conditions of the day we asked. In step eight, we continue our house cleaning, for we saw we were not only in conflict with ourselves, but also with people and situations in the world in which we lived. We had to begin to make our peace, and so we listed the people we harmed, and we finally became willing to set things right. We followed this up in step nine by making direct amends to those concerned except when it would injure them or other people. By this time at step 10, we had begun to get a basis for daily living. We keenly realized we would need to continue taking personal inventory. And, we were, and when we were in the wrong, we ought to admit it promptly. In step 11, we saw if God had restored us to sanity and had enabled us to live with some peace of mind in a sorely troubled world, then God was worth knowing better, and more directly through meditation and prayer. The persistent use of meditation and prayer, we found, opened the channel from a mere trickle to now a river which led to sure power and safe guidance from God as we were increasingly better able to understand Him. This was all adapted from Alcoholics Anonymous World Services, Inc., 
So I adapted it to fit the signature sin model that we've been talking about. But these are the recipe for living a life free from the overwhelming brokenness of this world and our sin. You are a work in progress. But your goal is perfection. Step 12 is divided into three distinct parts. Part 1, the assumption is you experienced a spiritual awakening leading to a profound personality change. You are a new creation, my friends. Part two, as a new creation, you freely go out in the world and give it back to someone struggling with their own signature sin. Now, part three is you are practicing these principles in all your affairs. It makes a profoundly positive impact on your life. Helping out a fellow sojourner, you realize how your experience helps him. And his experience helps you in ways nothing else can. In giving, we receive. Nothing ensures immunity from our biggest issues more than intensive work helping other struggling persons. This, this brings to mind at this point you know, some of my fondest memories over the last few years has been being a part of a team that would lead AA meetings at an inpatient recovery center. And the level of blessing I experienced, I mean, one, it gave me perspective of just how miserable drug or alcohol addiction really can make your life. But then just being an encouragement to someone who's really down, who's really discouraged, who's really hurting and suffering from their own choices, and it just benefits you. Practicing each of our spiritual principles is found in teaching another broken individual how to take, not work, but how to take the 12 steps and showing them how to teach others. It is the cure for our self-centeredness and a roadmap to joy. This is, step 12 is love without strings. Nothing ensures Im immunity from our signature sins better than intensive work with other sinners. Mentoring holds two surprises. First, you will experience mentees who care about your own well-being, which is a massive blessing. What you might think is gratitude turns more into love. They want your happiness and care about your own continued growth. Knowing this will save you more than once from falling back into your signature sins. Second, you discover the power of loving someone else without strings attached. Loving them responsibly and genuinely, caring about their own healing and growth. Learning to love others will be one of the greatest gifts of this program. Some of the myths about Step 12? Well, one myth would be that some people might think, oh, I'm fully cured. Once you get through all 12 steps, the truth is there is no cure for sin until Jesus returns or we die. We do become recovered from a hopeless state of mind and body found in every sinner, Actively working the 12 steps leads us 
to a life beyond our wildest dreams. So here's the inventory for the 12th step. What have you done today to serve your personal relationships selflessly? Be as detailed as possible. So again, if you're a member and you have access to the Rise Step Study, it gives all these questions and I encourage you to write these things down. Write your answers. I have a mentee. I am teaching the 12 steps and showing them how to teach others and how to take them. Yes or no? I'm willing today to understand the difference between sharing my experience and giving my opinion. Right? So, for example, you can debate my opinion all you want to, but you cannot debate my experience because it happened to me. This is really important, everybody. Pay close attention to this. It was one of the really cool things that one of the founders of AA who had spent a year or two with Carl Jung, the famous psychiatrist in Austria, I believe. I should know that. But he was frustrated because he had finally found this massive healing because of a spiritual awakening. It was Carl Jung who wasn't even really, I don't think, a believer. But it was Carl Jung with this complete debauched alcoholic who had failed in every conceivable program who mentioned, you know, I have found, Jung told him, look, I have had patients who have had success because they found a relationship with a higher power. And once this guy gave his life over to Christ, he found healing. Well, then he tried telling everybody, but he kept trying to tell everybody what his opinion was about their lifestyle. He kept telling them, hey, what you're doing is wrong. What you're doing is miserable. What you're doing is going to kill you. And it was Carl Jung who told this guy, listen, because no one was responding. And he goes, you know, you'll probably get a lot further with people if you just share your testimony. Share what finding Christ and what finding sobriety has done for you. You want to share your experience, not give your opinion to people. I'm willing to go to any lengths today to maintain my spiritual condition. Yes or no? I'm willing to go to any lengths today to carry this message to other sinners. Yes or no? I am willing to practice every one of the spiritual principles found in our 12 steps. Powerless, hope, faith, courage, confess, care, humility, love, repair, perseverance, pursue, and share. I'm willing to continue practicing every one of these things. Yes or no? If you can answer yes to these statements, my friend, you are officially taking step 12. Well, don't forget, if you're a fan of the podcast, it just is. And if you want to take your personal growth to the next level, become a member now and support the show at smalleyinstitute.com where you can get instant access to dive, to dive, to live daily coaching with me. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Your will, not ours, be done. And remember, keep listening because it works 
if you work it.